102.5. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Dyson Maida extends his Celtic contract. St Mirren make their third summer signing in Connor McMenamin and Hib striker Harry McCurdy is ruled out for six months. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL. Yeah, good evening, Andrew. Um, as usual, all clubs are busy trying to get some transfer players in, try to work in a squad, trying to build. Obviously, pre-season games are, are off and running. Um, and it'll be interesting to see you know who's got the best preparation. Um, you said there at the top of the show, Celtic. I think that's terrific news. Um, you know, tying another one of the stars down, four-year contract. Um, he's been absolutely terrific since he came into Celtic. Uh, Ange Postacoglu loved him. And you can understand that Brendan Rodgers will be the same because of his work rate and everything he puts into it. And obviously on the other side of the city, Rangers fans desperate to get more players in. I think that'll be happening in the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, the, the serial Dessers one is interesting because it, it seemed as if it was all wrapped up and done. But here we are at six o'clock, a few days after it seemed as if it was wrapped up and still no announcement yet. Do you think Rangers fans are we getting worried or not? Um, <clears throat> I'm a bit surprised, I've got to be honest. I thought the deal would have been over the line and done. But in today's market, um, it's not just a case of sitting down with a player and saying, right, there's your contract edge of wages, a lot of things to be discussed, a lot of things to iron out. So there might be a, just a wee hiccup somewhere, but I'm sure that Rangers are very confident that they're going to get this deal over the line. That would be their, what, six? Six, six yeah. Six, yeah. So obviously Michael Beale's wanting his job, he's worked done very, very quickly. He wants to prepare, he wants to get started, obviously. He's obviously stamping his own mark in the squad with, <clears throat> hopefully for him, six players come in. So... I would be interesting to see, but I think Rangers will certainly get that done the next day or two. Well, those are the thoughts of Gordon DL, and we want to hear your thoughts as well. 0141951-1025 on the phones. Maybe you're a Celtic fan that wants to react to that news that Dyson Maida has extended his contract until 2027. Maybe you're a Rangers fan out there that's wondering why there has been no announcement so far on Serial Dessers. Are you starting to get a bit concerned, or do you think that one is absolutely fine? And what do you want to see Michael Beale do next? St Mirren have been making their moves in the transfer window as well today. Conor McMenamin, who really looked like Stephen Robinson's top target, he is in. He signed on a two-year deal as well. So maybe fans of the Buddies want to speak about that. 0141 There was also some news coming out of Hibs today as well that Harry McCurdy has been ruled out for six months. I think Hibs' statement was quite ambiguous. They didn't say exactly what it was. It was just pre-season checks. I think it's it's now come to light that it is a heart issue so it's the type mm. of thing that you need to take very seriously and we wish him all the best Yeah we certainly do um, it's a big blow for the boy obviously his career there at Hibs but you've got to look after your health first and foremost Andrew he'll get the best medical treatment um, obviously with the staff and everyone there concerned and as you quite rightly say we wish him all the very best in his recovery 01419511025 if you want to get involved and as usual you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB as well why don't we start with what is I suppose the big news story of the day Dyson Maida has extended his Celtic contract he's followed <coughs> Kyogo's lead in extending his deal until 2027 
and that'll be another one you think Celtic fans will be very happy with of course the Kyogo news came out a couple of days ago and Dyson Maida following suit yeah it's very it's very important especially after you see the situation with Jota um, nobody really seen that one coming all of a sudden Jota's out the club so they're looking at their players they're looking at their star players and they've decided to tie them down as I said earlier I think it's great business because I think Brendan Rodgers will absolutely love working with Minor. I think he's a, a real team player he can obviously chip in with goals he works very very hard indeed and I think that's a very good bit of business today for Celtic. I think there had been a bit of a narrative when Ange Postacoglu left that some people were thinking, well, you know, he was he was the reason that these players had gone to Celtic and now with Ange Postacoglu leaving with the Japanese players and, um, you know, South Korean in terms of O as well, would they want to, to hang about at Celtic? But it's a clear statement from the players and from the club that Kyogo and... Uh, Maida certainly at the moment are here to stay to, to be honest with you what I think helps for Celtic in that situation and why players are tying their cell down to longer contracts is I think they're excited working under Brendan Rodgers because um, Brendan Rodgers has got a very good reputation of improving players he's very tactically um, you know he's very good tactically on the training ground and on obviously in a match day I think the I think these lads are excited okay they did come for Postacoglu, they had a great working relationship, they were very successful. But when somebody like Brendan Rodgers steps back into the building, I think as a player you'd be excited to wonder, uh, work under him. Well, let's hear from you on the phones. 0141951 Ian is a Celtic fan up first in Greenock. Ian, what do you make of that news about Dyson Maida? Ah, brilliant, Andrew. Hi, Gordon. And I'm not in Greenock, uh, Andrew, but uh, well... We're on the way to we're on the way to Silverstone to work at the, the Grand Prix, oh, and you might see you might see us on the TV because we're in the VIP tent working. Might bump so, into Mark Wilson while you're down there. I think is that not what he's doing this weekend? Yeah, yeah, Mark. Uh, I think well, so. I hope that's from. not a secret because I've just said it. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so I'll let you give a shout out to my driver, who's obviously I don't drive. Big Ian, and I'd like to give a big shout out to Bobby and Kevin. Uh, have a great weekend There we go That's just turned into GBX all Yeah of a mate You should have just made up And said I'm going to give a big shout out To my driver Lewis That would have been well, down That would well, have been down well, better we'll sort, we'll sort that out Gordon with Lewis Hopefully a couple of autographs And I'll get a gift to the guy. But anyway <laughs> On on uh, the topic uh, Dyson Maeda Obviously Kyogo Signed last week Gordon and Andrew uh, What a What a bit of business uh, Tying the boys up Um it's it's he's setting he's setting a how would you call it out there a a stall that, that he, he means business and I think we've got one of the best boys in the game to you know to discover these boys the the young boy Lobel who was it your your old team the Gordon the Man City and what about a business to bring Mark Lobel in and I would I would say. Ange Postogoglu had a lot to do with the young Mark coming in. Is that right, Gordon? Um, I don't really know, uh, to be quite honest with you, but I think you're right. I think that Celtic, um, especially when the disappointment of Postogoglu, and I think the fans were quite upset, uh, 
he left and he decided to go down to Tottenham and, and obviously take over the reins there. But I think the Celtic board have worked very hard in the sense of, I think they've made the right appointment under Brendan Rodgers. I think you're seeing players commit to the club because they're excited to go and work with Brendan Rodgers as well. If you're a Celtic fan, I would be probably sitting hoping that Hatati was the next one I would hear the news that he's uh, committed to a new four-year deal as well. Yeah, is, is that something you go along with, Ian, with Kyogo and Maida tying down their contracts? Would you expect or do you hope that Real Hatati is the next one? Well, Andrew, that's, that was my next. I would, I would like to tie the, the other three. Obviously, Hatati, the, the important one. The the boy Kobayashi, uh, Gordon obviously played as a centre forward, um, and the boy the boys the boy was a bit nervous, um, and I, I like the boy Awata. Um, so I think I think it's it's looking good at, at Parkhead, and as I said to Chris the producer, uh, boys, that we need a strong Rangers. I don't care what anybody says. We need we need a challenge. And and I think there will be a challenge. But what what makes you think that there will be a challenge just in terms of the business Rangers have done this well, summer so far? Aye, they've brought in players, Andrew. Um, have they tried and tested? Well, obviously they've played for other teams. But these guys have got to hit the ground running. Michael Peel has let a lot of players go. And I, I think there's other players going. But if you look at across the city... Markov Celtic Brendan Rodgers Has got the team Knitted together To root Anne's Postacoglu Created over the last two years Now It's Was it five aye, Five trophies out of six Ange, Ange got But The dynamics is there Everything is in place Are we going to lose any more players? I don't think so But Never say never Because the transfer window's open till I think it's a, is it 31st August, Gordon? <clears throat> yeah, Ian, you, you've got to admit, I, I'm, I'm glad you've come on and said that because I, I do like the fact that Rangers are starting again under Michael Beale. I've always said from the, the word go that he needs time to get his own players in. He's lost a lot of good players, a lot of experienced players that were big names for a club. And you're right, you just wonder what challenge that Rangers are going to top against Celtic because they're in a different position. Rangers under Michael Beale are basically rebuilding with the amount of players because of the, the, the outgoings, you know, of the of the favourites, McGregors and goalkeepers like that and uh, Arfields and experienced guys that have went out the door in the summer. So it's completely different. Brendan Rodgers has walked into a terrific side. Um, he's not lost... You know, a handful of players. Okay, Jota, I think, was a, a disappointing one for all the Celtic fans. But I just see that the fact that Brendan Rodgers is in there and he's committing players to four-year deals, I think I think it does make for an exciting season ahead. And you're right, Rangers, the new signings will need to hit the ground running. Because of the signings Rangers have made, five, if Serial Dessers is confirmed, that will be six. They're more of an unknown entity going into next season. Will Celtic take some comfort in the fact that they have that continuity yes it's a different manager yes Jota has left but basically all the players from that treble winning side Jota side will still be there next season you've then got the likes of Kyogo and Maida who Celtic fans know will definitely be there next season does does that help does that yeah, confidence? I, think, I think it gives of course uh, because you've looked at the um, impact of these guys last season going and winning the treble Kyogo the amount of goals 
he's obviously get used to Scottish football. He'll only get better. There's a settled side. Uh, so they're, they're tried and tested. It's different for Rangers because Michael Beale has probably done his work. He'll, he's identified the sort of player that he wants to take to into Rangers. But it's up to him then to put that jigsaw puzzle together and hope that they can hit the ground running and really put up a challenge to Celtic this year. Ian, what are the next areas that Brendan Rodgers needs to look at in the Celtic team after tying down Kyogo and Maida? Gordon will agree with me. I would say we we probably need another another player in the middle of the park. Um, I know uh, the boy McTominay's been uh, mentioned, but it's a lot of money, Andrew and Gordon. Uh, I think we need another centre back. I think it's a is it a boy for for Holland? I think or Belgium. The Maxi Jumber or something like that. They they reckon he's a Wesley Fafana too. I think Fafana went to Chelsea for seventy five million for Leicester. Yeah. Um he's only twenty one, uh, Andrew. Uh do we need another centre forward? Possibility, yes. Jamie Vardy on loan. We're a big we a big that would be a big shout, uh, Andrew. I think he's thirty five, thirty six, but he's still he's still a machine. Uh and he's Do you he's do, a Ian, sorry button, but do you see Brendan Rogers basically going down that road now? I know what you're saying. Jim Verde will pro- probably could come to Scotland and score goals. I don't think there's any doubt now. I just think. I think Br- I maybe also saw a story as well that he'd been linked to the move to Saudi Arabia and yeah. said he wasn't interested because he wanted to stay at Leicester and help them get to the Premier League. So that may shut down any move pl- away from Leicester whatsoever. And, and plus the fact, I, I would imagine his contract is a, a fair amount of money. I think Brendan Rodgers is is more interested in bringing the younger players in now. Uh, developing them because he's come out and he's told the Celtic fans that he's committed to the long term uh, structure now um, so I don't see Celtic going down that road where Jamie Vardy well thank you to Ian 01419511025 if you want to be up next let's hear a bit from Joe Hart shall we he's been speaking today to the media let's hear him first of all talking about I think this was before the uh, Dyson Maida deal was tied up but he was speaking about how vital he thought it was that Kyogo has been tied down to a new deal oh, it's huge what, what a great what a great bit of news that is um, you know love him love him as a person he's He's a beautiful person, um, and he's an exceptional footballer. He was he's been brilliant since he came in. Um, really, really shone for us last year in big moments, uh, and he really sets the um, sets the tone for a high pressing, exciting football team. He's loved, he's loved here, and and obviously he's felt that because he's he's wanted to commit his, you know, a real important time in his career to this club, and, and we appreciate that. Is that a bit of a statement for the club? Do you think and their ambitions going forward that they've managed to keep a hold of in this summer? I think so, but I think the I think the statement of the club that if you want to be here and you're and you're playing well, then you know you're welcome. And if you don't, then we'll look for someone who does. Yeah, it's fifty four goals in eighty three games that Kyogo has got for Celtic. How important is it to have someone that has guaranteed you goals for the last two seasons? Not having to replace that big goal scorer, which is you know a lot of pressure. Yeah, because if if you had to leave Celtic, you look at the amount of goals that would have been out of the team. Uh, and that's very hard to replace, Andrew. He's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, you hear Joe Hart talking about him. I think he echoes the same as probably all his teammates. They, they appreciate 
his work rate as well. That's one thing you can't complain about. Even when he's maybe going through a, a, a period that he's not scoring as many goals, which isn't very often. But I also think that because of last season, because of the confidence, because of the amount of goals he scored, I just see him getting better this year. I really do. I think Celtic fans must be over the moon because when Ange Postacoglu leaves to go to Tottenham and the money that they've got available, you know, I think a lot of Celtic fans thought that there might be a situation where they lose Kyogo. But he showed that he wants to be part of it. He shows he wants to play under Brendan Rodgers. He's obviously hungry for more goals next year and success. So I think it's a great bit of business. An interesting bit that stuck out to me at the end there was Joe Hart saying that he felt it was a statement from the club that if you want to be here and you're playing well, then you're welcome. And if you don't, then the club will just look for someone else that does. Celtic have been quite efficient in that of late in terms of Josip Juranovic looked as if he wanted out. Celtic sold him, brought in Alistair Johnson. The same with Giacomakis, got his move away, brought in O. Jota has done the same. He's gone away, obviously, once wanted the money, going to Saudi Arabia. And Celtic have allowed that to happen and you would expect would would bring in a replacement. It, it's a, a cycle that they don't seem afraid of going to losing players that are regular starters or big contributors. No, and, and I, just... think, I think it goes through the team there when you listen to an experienced goalkeeper and Joe Hart basically saying, look, if you want to be here, you're playing well, you're doing the right things, you'll be rewarded, we want to keep you. If it's, not, if it's not the case, then I don't think Celtic are a club that worry about the, the type of players they lose because they have got a great knack of bringing in good replacements. Because if you look at their squad, their squad's very, very strong indeed. Um, a lot of the players have hit that ground running. They were so successful last year. And that's where I think the big challenge has been thrown out to Michael Beale. He will need to have the same impact with his players that Ange Postacoglu got when he brought them in at the beginning. Well, Rangers fans will be taking a look at the Serial Dessers situation next. So give us a call 01419511025. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordiel here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And you can join us as well by phoning 0141. 0141- 9511025 I must say my heart did drop when you walked into the office today earlier on Gordon to realise that we are we, we are wearing the same top it's a different colour yeah. but it's the same top and with Gordon Duncan always describing you as dressing as a frustrated PE teacher I now feel I now feel I need to throw this out I I can't. But you suit it a lot better than me, Andrew. You can pull it off. Oh, there we go. That's a nice compliment. I, I didn't think it was going to go that way. No, I thought no, it was going to I can't. Me. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one in the bin. There we go. That's all right. Just as well there's no cameras on us right now. That's not going anywhere. I didn't even need to mention it, but you know what? I thought it was quite funny. There we go. But anyway. 0141 Let's take a look at the situation going on at Rangers because it's an interesting one because the, the Serial Dessers signing, if it is going to be a signing, has been a long-running one and this is what happens in this day and age because mm. people manage to get information from different sources and then you you hear about links from way before deals are even done so at this point there would be no no one panicking or anything maybe not even know about serial dessers by this point in a transfer if it was a good few years ago but now mm. because fans hear about links so early there's there's probably some rangers fans Wondering why this one is dragging out a bit, especially when it looked to be a done deal earlier this week. Yeah, I think I think uh, the one that will be a bit frustrated will be the Rangers manager because 
He's wanting to get his players in the building. The thing is, it could it could be a done deal, and they've just not done the official announcement. Yeah, yeah. That, that as I said, it's it's not a case now of there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff to be sorted out before contracts are signed. Sometimes it can be a hiccup somewhere along the line that there's another party that doesn't agree, or it could be something like that. But I think that the Rangers fans are are very confident in what Rangers are doing. I think obviously they've brought in five players already. Um, I think Michael Beale, as I said, he's trying to rebuild that squad. He wants as many in the building as quickly as he possibly can because he wants to obviously prepare and have everybody working together. And uh, I'll be interested to see if they can get it over the line in the next couple of days, Andrew. But I wouldn't be, if I was Rangers fans, I wouldn't be really panicking the now. I think Does it help as well done. the fact that there is already five signings in the door if Rangers hadn't signed anyone up until this point and then... There was a, a transfer saga, if you want to call it that, or something that was being drawn out longer than Rangers fans had hoped. Then if there was no signings in the door, there would maybe be a, a bit more concern. I think there'd be a big concern. Um, I think you're right in that. But when you go for targets, um, to get five in already is good business. And the way I like the way that Rangers and, and Michael Bales went about this is He's went in early. He's not waiting to, you know, two weeks before the season then all of a sudden try to plan everything together. He's already got five new faces in the door. He'll be working day to day with them. Yes, I think that uh, like all managers, especially if you're rebuilding and the players that you've lost in the summer, you're wanting more in. And I, I, I will imagine that Rangers will certainly be doing more transfer business in the, the coming weeks. 01419511025 on the phones. Archie is a Rangers fan in Partick. Archie, how are you tonight? I'm good, yourself? Oh, good, thank you. What are you thinking tonight? Well, I was speaking to the, the boy there before I came on. I was just talking about I'm actually quite happy that Rangers come back. I think that, um, um, irrespective of where he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a top manager, I think he should never get back, and, and I think it's um, to your advantage. I think that um, I think he's came back to Celtic for fundamentally the money, um, and that's it. I think when you leave Celtic, he's done. I mean, he's done amazing things at Celtic. Um, he really done three trebles. He'd have got three trebles, and um, obviously, there's a failure in Europe. But um, to go to the Premiership for that, then you know, top managers and top people sort of always people involved as managers to go to there. Um, um, I think he was a fraud with Leicester. I think he was dishonest there. He lost heart. Taking back to Celtic, I think it's just about the money. Um, I mean, I mean, did he did he not do quite well at Leicester? He had two fifth place finishes, won an FA Cup and a Community mm. Shield and a European semi final. But just on your point in terms of, you know, you don't think anyone should ever go back. Walter Smith had a very good second spell at Rangers, didn't he? I think I think um, I think ten ten twenty years ago was different for now. I think um, the whole dynamics are where Rangers were. And, and where Celtic are now, I think it's totally different. I think when you look at the Premiership, when when Walter Smith, um, when he left, came back to the Premiership. When you when you when you leave Celtic and go to the Premiership now, the Premiership's totally different for for Walter Smith's day. I think Brendan Rodgers. Listen, I mean, he's a he's a top manager. I mean, I'm not. It's no sour grapes. He done amazing at Leicester, but I think I think he stayed. He overstayed his welcome for the fact that he lost heart with Leicester. Um, he stayed for the money. You know these guys. When you fail. Um, when you come to a failure point, you still get millions of payoff. Like guys that work hard. If you don't do your job, and in, 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 in the real life, in real living, you you get sacked. But you get millions, millions of pounds. You come back. Well, do you not think Brendan Rodgers was trying towards the end of his spell at Leicester? Absolutely not. I think I think he lost heart because 
Um, he wasn't getting the money he wanted um, the final season, so you could see he'd lost that. Even if, it, it, I think he's always been, I think he's always been a fraud. I've never trusted him. I, mean, um, I, think I, I don't know if we need to use the word no. fraud, but I, look, there, there's no way of gauging whether Brendan Rodgers had lost heart at Leicester or why he was there as the manager. So, sometimes, as a manager, you find success, and then sometimes it, it fades out. It happens quite often that things go stale for various reasons. But he did find success at Leicester yeah. in the same way that he found success at. Celtic in his first spell so it's it's now a waiting game to yeah. see whether think, he can replicate that again I, I think he's in a different position obviously Andrew because he's come back under different circumstances but I don't really agree with Archie I think that he's coming back as a, a more experienced manager as well he knows the Scottish game he dominated it here when he was uh, the manager of Celtic the first time he's walking into a club that are you know securing players and top players um, and He's walking into a team that won the treble last year, so I, 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 I only I, the only difference with Brendan Rodgers for me this time is because of what happened. Then he's under pressure to get results, but Brendan Rodgers is a very very good manager, very experienced manager, and yes, you can have a look at one or two of the jobs Leicester near the end. He's he's rain down there, but all managers have went through that. Um, but I think that the board, if I was sitting in the Celtic position, I think the board went for the best candidate. And I think Brendan Rodgers will have everything to prove. Archie, on Michael Beale and on Rangers, what have you made of the transfer business so far? And where are your confidence levels in Rangers being able to, you know, topple Celtic next season? Do you think it's they'll be able to do it? I'll be honest, it's, it's really difficult. I, I really don't pay a lot of attention to it because I think that um, there's that many players that you don't even know. It's like last season, you, you, like your Matondo and all these people. I, I think I, I just like to let things play out. I think, see, a couple of years ago, right? I think when we won the league, you know, I used to, I used to phone another time, speak to Gordon, that I think, and like myself, I thought we were like two or three years ahead of Celtic. Um, and a lot of guys came in and said they were five years ahead of Celtic when Postacoglu came in. Pre-season, everybody thought an unknown. Nobody knows him. Um, sort of laughing at it, and he's look what he done. So I think I, I really don't look at that. I, I just like to let things play themselves out because nobody knows. Nobody knows. People, you know, players can hit the ground running, and they can click or they or they don't click. So I, I really don't pay too much attention. I just like to see things sort of um, processing on the park and evolve in the park and see what happens because it's. it's you can have an opinion on things, but nobody knows because I think everybody in their granny a couple of years ago thought that Rangers would have won the league for about four or five years in a row um, when Postcoli came in. So I really, I really don't know these players. So I'd really, it's difficult to even have an opinion on them about all day. I don't, I don't, I don't like Michael Wheel. I don't, I don't like, um, I don't like. I think why not? It was a. I think well, I said to the boy where I came on, it was a second command to Stephen Gerrard. For me, it was a failure. Even though he stopped 10, I mean, Celtic capitulated. We won one trophy, nine. Um, it's like, what's the guy who was with Man United? What's his name again? Who's been a failure as a manager for every, every club? Um, Alec Ferguson's second command. What was his, what's his name again? Hey, well, Mike Phelan McLaren, was... McLaren, McLaren. Oh, Steve McLaren. McLaren. Steve McLaren, who's been, who's been a, I mean, a, a great second in command, but see when it comes to being a manager. I mean, Steve, um, Steve McLaren's but, but, had an all right managerial career. Archie, surely, surely, surely you got to give Michael Beale uh, an opportunity. Um, he came in um, at a, a difficult time. He'd, he only brought in, I think, two players in January. 
He's got to the summer. He's had to. He's lost a lot of good good players. A very good, you know, a bunch of guys that knew how to get success, especially in the European campaign as well, and a terrific goalkeeper in McGregor. So he's bringing in his own players now. He'll have probably his own style that he wants to go and play, the sort of football that he wants to attract at Rangers. So surely you've got to give him a bit of leeway here and say, right, okay, we don't know how these players are going to react. Of course you don't. But at least give him the opportunity to go out there and prove that he was the right candidate for a job. No, I'll be honest with you. See, see, um, about eighteen months. See, before uh, six months before Van Van Gorkos got sacked, mm-hmm. I spoke to Kenny Miller on the summer show, <laughs> irrespective of the European running stuff. And I knew he didn't have. It just didn't have the stature for me, right? I, I'm old school, and I spoke to Kenny Miller about, about your Terry Butchers, your Barry Ferguson, just the whole. Even though the managers and players, see, see the stature. It was too nice. There's something just no. For me, he's no got that grit. See that Walter Smith thing. That just that grit and that stature that people need to top the backside. He's no good at for me. So see, for me, when I looked at Van Bronckhorst and I look at Michael Beale, for me, I wouldn't be frightened. Ah, uh, I know playing well. He's no got that. He, he doesn't install that fear factor. Costa Coglu, Martin O'Neill, you know Lennon. See all, see all these last Celtic managers. They've got they've got something about them that you'd be frightened of letting them do. They've got that. They put fear in you. See, all the, the managers we've had in the last few years have been hor- horrific. You know, Gordon, how uh, important do you feel that is in modern football of players to be frightened of managers? Is there not quite a lot of examples of managers who have a, a dynamic with players who they're able to, to yeah, get on with rather than you know living in fear of playing badly for the manager? I don't think it's been frightened. I think it's a bit of respect. Um, you know, stature-wise, Postacoglu... Um, I think there's a, a few the the press when they would begin to interview him. I think they respected him very well and watched what they, they, they were asking him at times because he knew how to handle himself, Poster Cogley. I just think they've been a wee bit unfair in, in Michael Bill. He was brought in because he, he's not known for, you know, you're, t- you're d- talking different leagues when you're talking guys like Walter Smith. You're talking absolutely different leagues. And, and, and but. Beal is brought in because of his ability as a coach. Now, he will get the respect if he can go out in that training ground, treat everybody with the same respect that he wants back for himself, organise, um, you know, start getting results, start winning games, start playing attractive football, because I think that's important to Rangers as well. And hopefully his, his players hit the ground running. But you've got to earn that respect and I think Michael Beale has that in his locker. I just think he needs a chance. There was an interesting quote I saw from Rid van Yilmaz and he was talking about the difference between Giovanni van Bronckhorst and Michael Beale and I've got it here and he says, uh, talking about van Bronckhorst, he says, we were more like friends with him. He used to joke with us. Michael Beale, who's currently the coach of the team, is a bit more serious. And I think some people wondered how... Michael Beale would transition from being first team coach where you are more a link between the manager mm-hmm. and the players to being a manager in your own right. But that that certainly seems to suggest that he's either changed his tone or he's maybe, you know, trying to command that respect that Archie or yourself well, is talking about. He still, he still has to go out there and prove it. Um, he's not been in the management game a long time. Obviously, he had that short spell with QPR. He's came to Rangers. And, uh, you know, the expectations are very high, especially after what Celtic achieved last year. So 
I think he's I think he's got the ability in the coaching wise, and I think if you can get round about your players, because it was well known that Ange Postacoglu wasn't really a guy that would go out and be on the training ground every single day and working with his players. I think Michael Beal is. I think he's different. All managers have got their own style. Martin O'Neill, I remember, because I was a manager when Martin O'Neill was a manager at Celtic, and I always remember speaking to him, and Martin O'Neill was never a great hands-on coach. He was a manager, so there's different ways of getting around and, and doing it. Michael Beale, I think, just needs about an opportunity. He's got his five players in now. He's hoping to add to that. It's a big rebuilding job. There's no doubt on that for me. But I think he just needs a, the opportunity and the support from the Rangers supporters to say, right, OK, that's what you've been brought in for. Go and try and get us success. And I think you've got to give him that time this season. Well, thank you to Archie. 01419511025 if you want to be up next. But let me tell you about this. Oh, you're kidding me on. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Register. Clyde One. Well, what is going on in the cash register? Yesterday it went to voicemail and today it went to five rings. Terrible news for whoever missed those two calls, but it's good news for you because all of the entries have rolled over to tomorrow. Gary Spencer will be making the next cash register call after 3pm tomorrow and the amount you need to remember is £35,000. Enter now for your chance to win. Text YES to 61025. That's Y-E-S to 61025. You don't want to miss this call. Make sure your phone is on. Get the volume up. Answer within five rings and make sure you know that cash register amount, which is £35,000. Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry is £2 or you can give us a call O. 330-880-4523 Calls are charged at the standard rate It's over 18s only And all entries since Yvonne won on Tuesday have rolled over All the rules for this Hitch Radio Network Scotland competition Are on our website So for your chance to win £35,000 Text YES to 61025 Good luck This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL in the studio with me, Andrew McLean, and you can join us as well. 0141 951 1025. There was a couple of other bits of news today. Some transfer news. St Mirren have completed the signing of Northern Ireland international Conor McMenamin from Glentoran, who I think has been a, a long-term target for Stephen Robinson. He'll be keen to add some firepower, especially with uh, Curtis Main departing this summer. Yeah, it's very difficult for clubs like St Mirren. You look at um, the club that I support as well, Motherwell, losing Van Veen, the amount of goals. It's very hard to replace them. Um, but Stephen Robinson has been terrific since coming back to St Mirren. He'll be looking for another big season next year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, and I'm sure that the fans certainly enjoyed the, the, the brand of football under Stephen Robinson as well. So they'll be looking for a big season. Yeah, his recruitment has been very good. He's got a lot of plaudits for that. He does shop in markets that he knows very well, whether it's players he's previously worked with or you know guys he knows from 
around the place. Certainly one of those will be Conor McMenamin because he's in the Northern Ireland setup. Mm -hmm. Stephen Robinson has been part of that before. There's also Dermot O'Carroll, who is Stephen Robinson's assistant, is currently part of the Northern Ireland setup as well. So is that a big thing of, you know, there's maybe less risk attached to signings if they're players that you've dealt with personally? Yeah, I think I think obviously it helps. Uh, you know their, their, their ability, you know their personality, you know what sort of player, what sort of character you're bringing into your club um, so it certainly helps um, I think it's a good bit of business for St Mirren um, hopefully for the, their supporters he'll, he'll, he'll score plenty of goals but um, as I say when when you're looking at these kind of guys because of the finances they're shopping in a different market from obviously the big two in Scotland but um, that's where you've got to use your contacts you've got to you know, you've got to convince a player to come to a, a club like St Mirren as well. Um, so it's a good bit of business. And uh, as you said, Andrew, I think that everybody concerned with the club's uh, been impressed with his recruitment. Yeah, Aberdeen have also completed the signing of Ross Doohan, who was a former Celtic goalkeeper, came through Celtic's youth academy, ended up going down south, was at Forest Green Rovers. He's now signed for... Aberdeen, an interesting one because Kel Roos had a very good end to the season for Aberdeen. Would you expect that Ross Doohan's maybe going in as, as a backup option or, or one to challenge Kel Roos? Um, I, think, I think probably he'll be going in as a backup because the Aberdeen goalkeeper was excellent last year. Uh, he'll be certainly the number one, um, especially with the way they finished as well. Um, but it's up to that's where the challenge is. You, 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 as a player, that's what you've got to have. You've got to have the challenge. You've got to have backup because you never know. You can pick up an injury or whatever it may be. Um, you just look at Craig Gordon. Um, you know, at Hearts and um, that, things like that can happen in the game. So you need a good backup. You need a good bit of experience here as yeah, well. That's where Hearts had done well last season. Was under Clark. Sander Clark, yes, Sander Clark was was excellent when he came in. Uh, waited his chance. So it's more difficult, obviously, for a goalkeeper because it's a one position. It's only one position. You've got to hope that the number one goalkeeper loses a bit of form. It gives you that opportunity again and show what you can do. Or you don't like to see MD being injured, but players do get injured. But you have to be ready. You have to be on the ball and you have to be willing enough to sit there and be patient, especially if you're going in as a backup goalkeeper and hope you do get an opportunity. Well, let's go back to the phones. Jim is a Rangers fan in Aberfoyle. Jim, how are you? Not bad yourself. Yes, all good, all good. I, I can understand the last caller's apprehension about Michael Beale. I have to agree with him because Mike when Bronkhorst came in and took what Gerard left, Gerard and Beale left behind, took them to a European final and won the Scottish Cup. Michael Beale failed miserably last season, in my opinion. But then Giovanni Van Bronkhorst took over a squad that had just won the league title, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And we're also top of the Scottish Premiership at that point and didn't then go on to win the league title. So there's there's a couple of ways you could look at it. Here's, here's another question I'll ask you, Jim. Um, these two players you brought in, Raskin and Cantwell, you must have been impressed with those two players. Yes, but what players did he actually improve that were already in the squad? Well, Sakala. Sakala played very well under uh, Michael Beale. I thought. I thought. No, Chicago, he did. He did. He's against Celtic. I thought. I thought. Howlers against Celtic, Gordon. Yeah, but I thought. I thought. Look, I said. Uh, there's also a difference between generally playing at a better standard and just missing 
two big chances because yeah. that, that can happen. But you would say that what Fashion Sakala was a better player. Did Malik Tillman also have a stronger end to the season yeah, than just, he did at I the start I, I, of the season? Listen, I can I totally take on board because I've heard this argument before about some Rangers fans aren't convinced with, with Michael Beale. Now, I don't know if Michael Beale's got to be the answer that's going to win the league or win cups or whatever, but I just think he's got to get a fair crack at the whip. He's brought in two players in January and I think the Rangers fans were impressed. He's now what he's, he's nearly six signings. He's hopefully trying to get one over the line and get that done. I think you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt and then basically judge on what he achieves next year. I, there's no doubt. I, I totally agree with Jam that next year's a big a big season for Michael Bill. There's no doubt in that. But I think he's got to be given the chance first and foremost. I think uh, very quick to judge it. Um, and as I say, it's going to be a big, big season for him. Yeah, Jim, you look at the overhaul or the rebuild, the revamp, whatever you want to call it, that's going on at the moment. Five signings in already. Michael Beale's looking to make you know, a few more. Does that not maybe show that the players that were there last season aren't players that you know Michael Beale thinks are suited to his style? A lot of those players were left over from the Gerrard and Beale era. I mean, see, every player that they bought and Brogos last summer was either cropped or got cropped throughout the season. But then Michael Beale is now his, know, own, his own man, isn't he? He's now the number one, so he's doing it all by himself. He'll have his own methods. Yes, he was obviously a, a huge part of what happened you know, a few years ago under Steven mm-hmm. Gerrard, but he'll want to now develop the team in his own way. And you'd think, is it not quite clear, the fact that he's now decided that he's had a chance to look at these players and thought, well, you know what? He doesn't think those specific players are up to it. Some may move on, but he's decided that the players he's bringing in are the ones that he wants to move forward with. I mean, I hope I'm totally wrong, but I I really, really have reservations. Because if we don't qualify for the Champions League, then he's going to be under serious pressure. Will he be under serious pressure, Gordon, if he doesn't qualify for the Champions League? When you look at what Rangers did in the Europa League a couple of years ago, yes, it would would be a disappointment for Rangers if they didn't Mm -hmm. make it into the Champions League group stages, but you can still go far in the the Europa League and it created some fantastic moments Memories, for Rangers yeah. fans. Europe's obviously very important to, to the, the clubs for finances there's no doubt in that but I just think because of the return of Brendan Rodgers that after last year Celtic you know winning every trophy getting the treble I think it's his bread and butter this year for me I think the Rangers fans will be expecting a, a real challenge for the league uh, and that's where he comes under a little bit of pressure I agree with Jim I think that all managers when you come in it's a risk and you're bringing in new players and they're changing some of the, 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 the players at the club because if you look at the majority of these boys that have left they were terrific you know ter- terrific servants for Rangers very good players very experienced players so it's a freshness it's a new it's a new way forward for Michael Beale but I still think that he's got to get that bit of time and I think you'll certainly get it because the board look like they're backing him now. And then it's up to him to prove if he's going to be a top-class manager. When you talk about managers having that time, how important are A, a manager having a full pre-season, which he's not had, and B, having a full summer transfer window? You know, because we're in an industry where you know managers get sacked left, right and centre and get mm-hmm. judged straight away. But as someone that's been a manager... 
you would want to be judged after you've had that period of pre-season and once you've been able to get the squad looking like what you want to get it looking yeah, like in that full that, summer transfer window. That's why, that's why I think that uh, Michael Beale and the Rangers board have moved quick to get some signings in because you have to give them every opportunity to knit everything together, Andrew, because it is a massive uh, season next year for Rangers. They don't want to see Celtic and Brendan Rodgers lifting another treble. So they've got to hit the ground running and you give yourself a better platform if you get your players in early, the right players that you want, and then it'll be up to Michael Beale to show the style of football. I, I was critical of him when he came in because I didn't think the style of football was that great, but he's got to get his own players in and he's starting to do that now. Well, sadly, that's all we've got time for tonight. Thank you to Jim and thank you to everyone else that phoned in tonight. Thank you for listening in at home and to those who tweeted as well. Thank you very much to Gordon DL in the studio. I'll be back tomorrow night. It will be Jim Duffy that's in the studio with me, but stay right there because Callum Gallagher is up next. He's joined by special guest Joseph on the show.